You're listening to a Mornings with Kelly and Steve podcast. Be sure to check us out every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on Moody Radio. You know, it's time to welcome our guest, Professor Elizabeth Smith. Uh, you mean our referee is here? Uh huh. Our referee right. is here. The the child expert. We're so glad you uh, you are an expert in child and family development. I am, and when somebody wants to give themselves a lovely compliment, like oh, it reminds you of Corinthian leather. Leather. You could always say, yeah. Well, that's one way of describing your voice. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's one way. Yeah, but you know what happens to that smooth Corinthian leather when it sits in the sun? It gets all cracked right. and dry. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. oh. Then well, you got to replace that it. That doesn't happen to you anytime soon. Oh hopefully. my goodness, my goodness. Well, Professor Elizabeth Smith is with us. She is the field chair and education, uh, and of education and counseling. She's mm-hmm. also the program head, associate professor of children and family ministry at the Moody Bible Institute, and we are talking about thankfulness, gratitude. Yes. How do we develop that in our life, Kelly? I'm excited. I'm so glad you're here, Professor Smith, and thankfulness is so important, isn't it? It is. Oh, yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, The most repeated command in the Bible is to be grateful and to be thankful in some form. Um, and, And so... While we're warned about not doing certain things, like don't be afraid. I mean, there's 365 times we're told don't fear. This, however, is a positive command of what to do that, um, and and it's be thankful. And it never comes with a caveat like be thankful unless your your neighbor's leaves come into your yard. Like that doesn't work. You got to be thankful. So you can be thankful, Kelly, when you return the leaf and then have them uh-huh. go ahead and take all the leaves from your yard. But <laughs> we are to be thankful. And it's not just something we do. It's quality of who we are. And I think uh, remembering this, uh, for especially we have Thanksgiving coming up in America. But I think that even as we go into celebrating the birth of our Savior, this is the time of year when the season changes, and here, at least in the Midwest, we're heading toward winter, which many people don't enjoy. It makes driving more difficult, the ice comes, the snow removal, uh, the busyness of different, you know, we've got programs with our kids and foods to prepare and places to go and gifts to buy and movies to watch. And people look at their schedule and they put all sorts of things in it. And the thing that they can forget in their busyness and the stress that that brings is to be thankful. So I not only speak thankfulness, but I am a thankful person. And the only way to have that as an essential characteristic is if you have created and maintained an attitude and behavior of thankfulness. It's the habit of being thankful. And Scripture repeats it over and over and over again in the Old and New Testament. Well, thankfulness draws us closer to God, but being not thankful propels us further away, too. Mm, so true. It's a key quality in, um, in our spiritual relationship with Him, our, our, just our being with Him, our worship of Him, our serving mm-hmm. of Him, our appreciation 
of him, many of the commands certainly are saying to be thankful, and there's there's something that you can be thankful for. You can be thankful for the everlasting love of God. You can be thankful for the mercy of God. You can be thankful for the provision of God. We can be thankful that God is the one who sustains his creation. But then many of the verses also just say, be thankful, because it is in that quality that we're able to relate to God. And then there's an amazing social effect. If you want to have deeper relationships, better family relationships, um, being able to meet new people well uh, for potential friendships, then being thankful, neuroscience research would say those people who maintain a thankful attitude really do impact not only their, uh, their spiritual relationship with God, but those social relationships that are all around us. It's an amazing it's an amazing command because there's so many benefits to us that flow out of that one behavior and attitude. Well, and so much of that, you know, rooted in Scripture, we see Paul, you know, when he's writing in his letters, we have to remember, this is a man who is probably in chains, he is hungry, he is dirty, and he is thankful. And he wrote it to the church uh, in Colossians 3.15, he writes, Let the peace of Christ rule your heart, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Then he continues to say, this is the way to do it. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and praises and hymns and spiritual songs. With what? With thankfulness in your heart to God. And then he continues and says, whatever it is you do in word and deed, everything you do in the name of the Lord Jesus, give thanks to God the Father through him. It's it's not just like a suggestion. This is a mandate. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I love that. Uh, Of course, I love that scripture. Um, But what I love about that is that it's often I have heard. And so maybe it's because of the profession I'm in. But people will say, you know, I love just being real with God. I want to go to prayer and just lay everything out to him. And I'm just real. And I I know we can. That is absolutely true. Um, And yet, if that is the only thing I'm taking to God, or even in a prayer time, if I sit down, and the only thing I do is pour out my pain and my grief without intentionally making sure I simultaneously within that same time be thankful for what God has already given me, then many times people will pray or take their, take their woes to God and say, mm, didn't do much, God's not listening or God doesn't care. And it's like, well, he does, but are you thankful to the one that you're speaking to? Am I thankful that he is always there at any time of the day or night? God is there for me. Am I thankful for that? Am I thankful that he listens to his children, that he loves us, that he, that he's merciful and gracious and kind. And if we don't remember that to be thankful to whom and in whom we are speaking, Mm -hmm. if we don't do that and do all of this, read your Bible with thankfulness, pray with thankfulness, worship with thankfulness, if we don't remember the with thankfulness, let's say you read that whole verse and you take off the last part, then we're not engaging with God in the way that God has told us to engage with Him. And I think God does gives really great advice. And he really knows how things work. And if we think carefully about how he has told us to interact with him, um, our relationship with him and others, and even the deep pains of life, those burdens become lighter to bear. 
That is so true, but mm. it is too easy when we're going through things to just go to God with a laundry list of wants, perceived needs, yep. uh, complaints. How how can we? Well, I, I guess what I'm, I'm going to ask you, uh, Professor Smith, is to to give us some some I don't want to call it tips. How can we be more intentional about practicing thankfulness before God so that it does become habitual, but I don't want it to be mindless thankfulness. I don't want it to be rote thankfulness. I want it to be engaging thankfulness. I want it to be meaningful thankfulness. Yeah, I love that. Uh, so I heard this suggestion one time, and I thought, well, especially especially when I was a young mom, but now that I'm talking about it, I may have to redo this. Um, when I had younger kids, I can't even tell you the number of hours I logged in our van I mean, if I had a nickel for every mile, I think I'd be pretty rich. I just spent a lot of time taking kids to school, picking them up, doing events and all of that. And sometimes in the midst of all of that, I would forget that I'm grateful I have kids. <laughs> I'm, I signed up for this. I'm so thankful that God allowed me to be a parent. I'm so thankful that they're able to do these things. I'm thankful that we have a car and it has... Oh, and the van that I loved the most is when the heat's heated up in the middle of winter. Oh, my word. That was just brilliant. <laughs> and I would forget, though, to be in the moment, because thankfulness keeps you in the moment, not the past, not the future. It is something that keeps us rooted in the moment. And I would forget to be thankful, which meant I was a more stressed out mom. So I took a post-it note, and I just said, be thankful. And I put it on my rearview mirror. And I, you know, so I hung below and every time I got in the car, it said, be thankful, you know, and then it became that habit of before I turned on that car and before I went somewhere, um, I then, because it kept falling off, um, I would put it on the inside of my purse, you know, where I would look for something, but I had to have that reminder because we are a forgetful people. We can see that with the Israelites, how God would provide. And then what a chapter later, they're grinching about whatever we're grinchy people. Right, that, that we like the Grinch or we understand him because that's honestly in our sin nature who we are. And so we have to have those reminders. So I would say, where do you look the most often? Put something there to remind yourself. Or number two, what time during the day or what event do you do which you tend to be the least grateful? So if it is your lawnmower or your rake where you have to get the leaves up or your snowblower or whatever, put a sign that goes, wait, before you do this, be thankful. Because doing what we're supposed to do in life, but with a really kind of yucky attitude, doesn't worship God. It's not a good example to anybody. It's not going to make the job go better. And God goes, be thankful. And if I stop and I do that intentionally, it's also such a great witness to everybody around you and your kids. Um, could you imagine if you're raking your leaves and your neighbor comes over and go, wait, you're way too happy raking your leaves. What's wrong with you? Oh, I'm just being thankful. I'm being thankful that I have the limbs and the ability to do this, and I'm thankful I live next to you. You know, who knows what God could do if we are consistently thankful. Well, it's important that we not only develop that in our own life, but we are also doing that openly because that is an example even to our children and helps them develop that thankfulness and contentedness in their own life. So talk to us a little bit about that with relation to younger ones. Okay, the, the littlest one. So it's, um, if, um, I, you know, we had three children. 
and each of them approached their chores in different way. And we uh, engaged them in taking care of the home and taking care of their toys and everything from they were itty bitty, you know, two and three years old. And they, of course, they couldn't clean up an entire toy room by themselves. So we would do it with them. But well, one of the things that we found helpful, especially with one of our children, who had a little bit of a hard time being thankful for all their toys when they were picking them up. Um, and so we would say, look at this toy. Isn't this a great toy? This is so fun. We can thank God we you have this toy. And we would just, uh, you know, thank you, Jesus. And we would, sometimes you have to practice behaviors before they soak in. Um, and you practice it and you model it. One of the way I tried to model it for my little ones, and these are where sometimes things are caught more than taught. Every time I got a good parking lot or parking space at Walmart, oh, I would be like, thank you, Jesus. And I would say, God loves me. And I and well, did God love me because he gave me a parking spot? No, but it reminds me. Because when you are a mom and you have little kids and you got to go to Walmart or wherever you shop and you got to get them out of the car and put them in the basket and do all this stuff, it's a big deal. Um, but it was always helpful to go, oh, look at this. God loves me. We got a great parking lot. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and it was always fun then to say, and then on days where I didn't get the the, uh, the parking spot that was close to the building, I'm like, oh, God's going to let us walk today. <laughs> and But I would try to look at every situation and go, where can I see God? Um, and it was helpful. And it was helpful to me. But it was in the everyday modeling of as you're engaging with them and the things they do and the, the little surprises that God gives us throughout the day that may seem, there's a great book, um, really tiny book written years ago, and it said, you may one day look back and realize that the little things are the big things. Mm. So those little things that make the difference. I love this because, you know, not only are we, we being thankful as God desires that we're thankful, and, and He is due our thanks. Let, you know, let us not make any mistake about that. He is due our thanks. But, you know, as we're raising kids and modeling thankfulness for them and teaching them to be thankful as they grow up into adults, they're going to encounter hardships and troubles in this world. Jesus told us you're going to have trouble in this world. But as they learn to practice thankfulness, even in the midst of their troubles, that changes how they're going to handle things. And what a fantastic model and witness they're going to be for the people around them. Plus, it, it'll change everything about how they, they deal with their own issues. What a fantastic thing. Mm-hmm. That, it was fascinating when they were looking at what happens in the brain. So if I think about teenagers, um, just teenagers are rough. I think we could all agree. Right. I mean, maybe if you didn't have rough years or your kids haven't gone through rough years, well, that's great. But um, teenagers are really difficult for a lot of us. And thankfulness actually does two things in the brain or three things in the brain for us. Um, one is they get rid of toxic uh, chemicals in our, in our body, kind of these toxic cortisol and other kind of things our bodies produce when we're under stress. So it'll, it helps us eliminate the toxic stuff. It increases the good neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin. So you actually get better brain chemicals. And then number three, when you're thankful, it creates what we call a neural network. It's kind of like think of the Indy 500 where you go around and around. You know, you turn left a lot of times before you win. But that's, a, that's like a network. It's just you're going around and around. And you, you actually want those kind of things in your brain, those neural networks um, that are just repetitive. These are your habits. And when you do that, 
it uh, that neural network network creates so much um, innocence. It it's the first of many dominoes. There's a domino effect with it because the positive benefits to it um, that um, put us in a good frame of mind and all the healthy things it does for us. It actually then has an impact on all the other neural networks around us. So when they're having a hard time and they're stressed out or they're feeling bad, thankfulness, uh, one neuro researcher said, you can go to counseling and you can take medications and there's nothing wrong with that. But for many, creating this habit of thankfulness is as effective as doing those things on some of the days. It's like make sure you take a really good dose of thankfulness through puberty on helping your kids do that. Um, and actually puberty, according to research, should be a little bit better for them. That in and of itself, if you've ever raised a preteen, <laughs> is a very good reason to actually cultivate that and set that example in your own life. It'll make your life easier when those kids get flooded with mm. hormones and they have some thankfulness because they can get sassy. Mm, you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, as a parent, if I'm telling them to be thankful, I remember those. Oh, I remember those years. I oh, yeah. To take a big breath. And as I'm telling them to be thankful, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I need to be thankful raising a sassy teenager. I, I should find my thankfulness somewhere in the midst of this. And it can be a bit tough sometimes, but God calls us all to do it. Well, that is one of the things that we have to remember. Otherwise, they will be quick to call us out and say, you're a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then, we're, then we lose all ground. We always have to maintain the upper hand. No, <laughs> mm -hmm. so I would tell them when that happened, because I'm going to confess right here, like that so happened. Um, but every time then it was like, okay, and that is why I need Jesus right there. You call it hypocrisy. It's also called sin. And you're right. I sin. So I need Jesus. And I just proved it to you. There you go. But now I don't want to stay in that sin. So I'm going to repent and I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to really try, you know, to get my head around this. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of keeping that mindset. We do want to live a consistently good witness for our mm -hmm. children and be driven much more by thankfulness than anything else, more than fear. You know, more than looking at what we don't have, um, mm -hmm. it is the key to being content in the moment. See, that's when you tell them, no, I'm thankful that I had this moment to be able to explain all of this to you. See how God is good right. and brings it all back full circle. <laughs> See? Yeah. That's right. He is good. Romans 8, principle right there. <laughs> <laughs> the million ways to bring it back to Jesus as a parent when you struggle. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh, Dr. Smith, this has been a good conversation. We appreciate you so much. And if you've just tuned in, we have been talking with Dr. Elizabeth Smith. She is the field chair of education and counseling and program head and associate professor of children and family ministry at Moody Bible Institute. And uh, any, you got a last word, a last word of encouragement for our listening family on thankfulness? Yeah, um, my encouragement would be, along with all the uh, biblical and the neuroscience and the social benefits of all of this, which is so important, um, make gratitude fun. Find the little fun things throughout the day to be grateful for. You know, like be thankful for the for the silliest animal that God created, or be thankful for the fav your favorite color and how you could see it throughout the day, or. You know, be thankful for The Grinch, the movie, if that's your favorite Christmas movie. But make it, make it fun, make it enjoyable, and make sure that it's something that you have developed a good habit of before the Thanksgiving holiday comes in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, so, so important. 
Thank you very much. We are always uh, glad to have you on the program. Can't wait until we can reconnect again. And I think that it will be after Thanksgiving, but we'll be giving thanks regardless that we can connect with you. And so we're grateful for your time. And uh, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I, and I tell you this every time, and it's so true. I'm thankful for both of you. It is important wh- how we start our mornings and the Indianapolis area and everybody who listens to you. Um, what a blessing you are to so many. And it's always encouraging to me as well when I come. So thankful. Thank you for being allowing me this opportunity to be with you and just being partners in the ministry of Moody Bible Institute and Moody Radio. And I just love both of you, and I hope you know that. Well, thank you for the encouragement. You You are so sweet. And you are a very good seasoning for us as well. Oh, (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm so excited. I may just have to come on sooner just for fun. Maybe. Before December. Yeah. Well, that's fine. You're welcome. Thanks. So, all right. Well, you guys have a fabulous day, and thank you to your radio audience for listening to all this. You got it. Hey, thank you so much. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life.